Hey everyone, it's Stephanie, and I'm interrupting our normal cold open because we forgot to take a cuticle break, and I want to tell you to head on over to our Patreon, that's patreon.com slash ladies to swear fealty to us and become our lackey. Link in description. Let's go! Hi, welcome to Two Lacquered Ladies, the podcast about nail polish and nail art by the ladies who stream it. I'm Stephanie, aka Fanatic, here on every social media platform that matters. I'm an unprofessional nail artist, and I like to make fan art on my nails. Howdy, my name is Danny, and you can find me as Danny Shout online. I'm a science educator by day and a nail art hobbyist by night. On stream, I like to create scenes with themes on my nails. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hello, so glad to be here. So glad you're here. How you doing, Steph? I am doing so tired. (laughs) (laughs) I slept for like three hours last night and I know so much more about my sleep now because I have a Fitbit and it's like, hey, queen, (laughs) it ain't good. (laughs) It ain't good. (laughs) And I'm like, you don't know my life. And it's like, actually, I know way too much about your life. (laughs) I know exactly what's going on. (laughs) I know exactly what you've been doing. Yeah, you got to tell me how you like that because I've seen them obviously for years now and I'm always curious, but I've never, never tried anything like that myself, so... It's, it's all right. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping it'll get me to walk around more. Uh, mm. And and maybe, maybe it will. I don't know. Um, how are you, Danny? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's the long haul uh, of the school year. September to October. It's rough, man. Thanksgiving is so far away. <laughs> but you know what? It's going okay. Um, I've been doing some fabulous nails lately that I've really been enjoying, despite my loss. In case our audience hasn't seen my Instagram. Yes, your <laughs> we loss. Lost, we lost a member of the family. Um, I was trying to o- open my filing cabinet at work and my pinky nail just, boop, <laughs> it just popped right off. Luckily, it was above the the like nail edge or whatever so it's Mm -hmm. it didn't hurt but it is sad and it's very small now (laughs) yeah we we had a funeral as we are wont to do yes with the kazoos with Mm -hmm. the kazoos yeah you play that's right you played ave maria on the kazoo for me i tried my best thank you it was gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) i love ave maria but i kind of lose it about halfway through (laughs) that's okay you know we don't need to do the whole thing You get the the abridged version, Ave Maria abridged. Yes. (laughs) But despite that, I don't know, I've been doing some really, some nails that I really have enjoyed, Um, especially this last one I did with the Polish Posse group stream. We did Zodiac theme and I did Aries nails and I didn't really go in with a plan. Just, I just knew which polishes I wanted to use. So I ended up doing like these red flames with a, with an Aries goat, like, picture on there um with the horns sticking out the side yeah and someone posted on my uh commented on the instagram post that it she thought it was period nails because it looked like a uterus and blood and i was like you know what that still works (laughs) and also everyone we know has been doing that recently because yes i haven't even contributed yet to the um the shark Shark week Week. nails collab that's going on uh Hosted by our good friend Gidge. <laughs> yeah. I believe you can join that. Just tag uh, Amazing Nails mm-hmm. and hashtag Shark Week Nails 
on Instagram. I'll 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 put Gidge's Instagram in the description. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure that Gidge would be just so overjoyed. Gidge's favorite color is red. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also Gidge is one of us. So so, so <laughs> Gidge did this thing. Anyway, though, enough about us. Today we have a special guest. Very special guest. An extremely <laughs> special guest. Someone who, if if you've been if, if you've been deep in the two locker ladies slash fanatic your lore, you you probably have been expecting to come, but finally, finally she's here. Everybody, we have Summer from Plus Life Lacquer. Hey yo, it's me. I'm Summer from Plus Life Lacquer. Hello. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> I'd like to nix all of the special specials. I'm just a human. We'll we'll, we'll call me a human. (laughs) You're a special human, okay? All right, all right, all right. (laughs) The specialist human. Yes. Um, I'll give you an award. But yeah, um, but how 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 how's your weekend been? How is how is your life? How is everything? For busy, you. busy, 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 busy. I mean, with the Resident Evil release last month, or well, actually, it's still still technically this month, and then we have a release <laughs> planned for October, and we're getting back into the Smidgen of Us box, and we had the last Smidgen of Us box. And, uh, yeah, we're starting to reach out to other boxes. And obviously we're hanging out here with, with, uh, Stephanie Fanatic here, the crew, the team, um, (laughs) this beautiful community, honestly, so beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully our audience got to see the stream that you took over Stephanie's Mm. stream. And it was so cool. All the effects y'all did and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the hyping of the intro was absolutely amazing. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to put together. Yeah, actually, I haven't really talked to you directly about because because all of that. So, so for those of you who weren't there, um, Summer did a Resident Evil 2 collection and she very graciously, it's gracious is the right word, I don't know. She very nicely sent me <laughs> the collection um, <laughs> and then did a stream takeover and... Um, I sent her my countdown, just footage of my countdown, and she like got in there and like edited it all. Um, and I haven't even really asked you, and and sorry, I didn't send you this question in advance, but like, how was the process of getting in there, editing my opening, um, <laughs> uh, and editing my uh, overlay and everything? Well, as a as an old lady, I kind of muddled through it. Um, I have a, an app on my phone that I use to edit videos. I don't even do it on my computer because because why? I can do everything on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much do everything yeah. on my phone as it is other than like the actual artwork and labels. But uh, yeah, I just use a, an app on the phone to to add all the special fun effects and music and et cetera, et cetera. We have an eye for it because it came out perfect. <laughs> Thank you. It was uh, it, it just it speaks to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was incredible, and it's definitely inspired me to get uh, even more creative with my streams, which um, I will not go into here, what I'm doing for Halloween, but (laughs) I do have a Tuesday stream at Halloween, (laughs) and I have such plans. Um, (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait for you to see it either. It's going to be absolutely buck wild Um, so so yeah um okay well we're gonna be asking summer some questions about her brand obviously um 
as one might imagine. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh. I thought we were just going to talk about shredded wheat. I thought we were just going to freaking chill and talk, but I mean, if we're here, we're doing it, I guess, you know. That would be pretty cool. And honestly, if you came on again, that is probably what we would do. Yes. Uh, but we want to introduce you and all and all of your glory to our audience. So, Summer, um, obviously you have an amazing nail polish brand, but you also are an amazing nail artist. I love your stamping work and your color schemes. You're so good at like, I don't know, your nails always look very like curated, as we like to say, like <laughs> on purpose. Unlike Stephanie's art, sometimes it gets a little crazy. Um, so tell like, me, how what many is your back? Can I put on one nail? <laughs> exactly. Like we push the limits and sometimes less is more. <laughs> sometimes more so it's just me being lazy and not putting the design on all of my fingers because i don't have the time for that (laughs) but it looks better it looks better and to be honest like i i love that kind of swatching for polishes too to Mm -hmm. show like what it looks like with stamping but also on its own i don't know I like it a lot. So tell me, what is your background in nail art? Like, when did you first get into nails? And when did you decide to become a tech? I mean, so, like, how far you want to go back? Because I can, like, I can take you way back. Take us. Paint us a word picture. Okay, (laughs) so when I was a kid, I remember my mom cutting my nails. And I absolutely hated it because I feel like she cut my nails too close. Mm. And so because of that, I started biting my nails. I'm actually, actually a reformed nail biter. Oh, congrats. So, you know, um, it became a nervous habit after that. Like, instead of just telling my mom I didn't like it, it just, I kept doing it and then it became a nervous habit. And so, like, you know, fast forward to being, you know, eight, nine, ten, I used to go with my mom to the nail salon with my godmother and mm. she'd get her nails done. And I remember begging her to let me get my nails painted. But, you know, she always would tell me, well, your nails are bitten. They're too short. They can't do anything with those. So, you know, I just kind of was a sad little kid about that. Um, But, uh, you know, you get over it eventually. Um, I do remember loving anything hollow back then, back before. Did I mean, has hollow always been known as hollow? Because I used to just call it rainbow glitter. I I can only think of before nail polish, the only hollow I was even aware of that. But I did not, again, think it was hollow was like the back of a CD. Yeah, yeah. That was my experience, too. (laughs) So, you know, I started painting my nails in high school. Uh, My nails were still chewed to down to the nubs. Um, I had zero knowledge of base coats and top coats. I just, you know, slapped the paint on there and always wondered why it didn't dry. Gee, I wonder, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Story of everyone's life. Right, right. Um, So I, I don't actually remember, like, the names of the polishes that I originally bought like my first go, but I do remember that I bought a, a black Sally Hansen because I was, uh, you know, a mall, mall goth back in back in high school. <clears throat> Heck yeah, best kind of goth. <laughs> so a black Sally Hansen. And then I also had a China glaze that had blue metallic glitters and then silver hollow glitters. And it was a clear base, which I also didn't understand. I'm like, why is it? Mm-hmm. Why is it clear? I don't understand. It got thrown away eventually. But I do remember them very clearly. But yeah, like, you know, I dabbled in painting my fingernails and it just it didn't work out I remember I remember falling asleep with wet nail polish and waking up and it was stuck in my hair and on my pink pillowcases and like I had black nail polish and it was sticking to my pink sheets 
Um, I oh man, I paid I paid hell for that with my mom. It's so punk rock though. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nail polish stuck to my sheets. It's very Avril Lavigne. Like, mom, yes. get mad at me about my black nail polish and my pink sheets. Mm, yeah, it's like that'll never come out. <laughs> like, it's sheets. Who cares? <laughs> right, right. Um, so sometime around the age of seventeen, I. I used to ride public transit a lot where I was from because it was a really safe town that I lived in back then. Not so much now, but back then. Um, and there was this like really uh, cute guy on the bus. And I remember sitting there and I was looking down at my hands because, you know, I was playing the like cute, shy, like very demure type, you know, like, Ooh, don't look at me, you know. And I remember looking down <laughs> at my hands and looking at my fingernails and going, why why do I do this? Why do I chew my fingernails? Like the subject had entirely like, forget the cute guy, right? I'm down, I'm down here looking at my nails. Like, (laughs) Oh my God, what did I do? Why do I do this? And like that day, like literally that moment in time, I just, I stopped. I just stopped. I just (laughs) stopped biting my nails. And, and it got to the point where even even just a few weeks later, the idea of putting my fingers in my mouth just mm. disgusted me. I I can't explain it, but I, I stopped. I just stopped chewing <laughs> my nails. So, you know, skipping forward many, many years, I would go get my nails done occasionally. Acrylics, gels, whatever, whatever. Around that time, I was working in an auto parts store and I had a, a male auto tech come in and he had his nails painted and they were perfect and this man's hands are covered in oil grease the whole nine i'm like how how are your nails that perfect he goes gel and i'm like what what's gel he's like they they like use a uv light to like bake it onto your nails and it just stays and like you can spray brake cleaner on it it doesn't come off and i'm like that's not possible that's just not you're lying brake cleaner literally will take the chrome off of a chrome hitch you know what i'm saying like yeah. You know, so I went and I got my nails done with him and I got gel for the first time. And I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. I can finally have my nails done while I work at an auto parts store. So I started getting my nails done a little bit more frequently, but I couldn't really afford to go do it on the wages that I made at an auto parts store. They don't they don't pay very well. They need to pay more, honestly, because they expect mm-hmm. us to go out and do all these car related things for eight, nine dollars an hour. Preach, preach. So like skipping forward a little bit more, I had a family wedding to go to with my husband and I went to go get my nails done. I spent $50 on a regular manicure because gels were like 70. And as soon as I walked out that door, I started noticing bubbling because she had painted the the polish on too thick. Like, I didn't know this back then, but now I she painted it on too thick. She was trying to do it as quickly as possible because she wasn't make very much money. I get it. I understand. You got to make your dough. And manicurists don't make very much. It's, it's people that do gel and acrylic that make the most, right? So I thought, like, I'm never going to... I'm just going to start doing my own nails. I never want to go to a nail salon again and pay $50 when I couldn't really afford it at the time. I just wanted to have nice nails for my family's wedding. And that was the jumping point, really. I started buying mostly store brands, Sally, China Glaze, Morgan Taylor, SEOPI, you know, the standard standard brands. And I still hadn't really gathered the whole base coat, top coat thing. It just so happened that I was watching Sophia. I had discovered Sophia some time before that. I loved her videos. 
and she did a video with Holo Taco. And and that 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 was like literally the deep end. I started watching Holo Taco, the base coat, top coat, things started to make more sense cuz you have to have a primer for paint. I totally understand it. You have to have something to lock the paint in. I totally get it. Like, you know. So, I was really nervous about spending $13 a bottle on nail polish and mm-hmm. uh after watching Christine for some time I finally I finally you know asked my husband if if I could purchase one of the Holo Taco sets that was coming out which happened to be the second set I discovered Christine mm. and during her second set so so when in this journey uh did you did you actually go to school and become a nail tech so I I originally had a full-time job working at a beer company during the time that I started really getting into the nail hobby. And 2020 was such a hard year for us. We had a death in the family. I lost my uh, my first love, which my cat, my first love. I, I told, I've told my husband ever since, ever since we met, like even before we got together, that my first love was Muda, my cat. And he passed away in 2020. And then, and then my company goes, oh, BT-Dub, we're selling and you guys aren't coming with us. So you guys can leave. But if you stay, we'll give you a really good bonus. And they did. So I stayed. And come July of 2020, I didn't have a job anymore. So I went on unemployment and I started looking. And nobody's hiring because it's 2020. So I was in a dark spot. I was really lost. I didn't have a job anymore. I lost my my love of my life. I lost my grand, like my last living grandparent. It was just, I was so lost. So I just kind of really delved into nail art to kind of keep my mind quiet. Because when you're coloring in little reverse stamps, like you're not thinking about anything other than trying to keep that paintbrush steady enough to stay in the yes. lines, you know? Yeah. So I, you know, I, I kind of showed my husband and he thought it was pretty cool. And I kept doing it. I kept getting better at it and better at it and better at it. And He's like, you know, why don't you go to school? And I was like, eh, you know. But then his parents started saying that. And then my mom started saying that. And I'm like, hmm. okay, all right. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to like this. But all right, y'all, y'all want me to go to school. So we'll, we'll, we'll go to school. <laughs> I haven't done anything with my life yet. Let's do it. So I went to school. And literally in the first day, I realized this is not going to be for me. But I stuck through. I got my license. The, the knowledge that I got was invaluable, but I did not want to get stuck doing basic acrylic nails for the rest of my life. First of all, I'll admit I am not good at doing acrylics. I hate acrylic nails. I can't do them. I don't like the way they smell. I hate the dust. Like, it's it's too much. And as far as gels go, I started doing them on myself and I saw the damage that gels taking them off, I should say, can do to your nails. Because, you know, if you're not very experienced with getting them off and you go all the way down, like my nails were so thin for so long. I I just I didn't really like doing the gels either. I didn't like putting them on people either because you can't guarantee that the next tech that takes it off isn't going to f- screw their nails up like horribly. So I graduated and... Uh, you know, I went and took the test, got my license, and husband's like, all right, you gonna, you gonna do it? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> no, sorry. You're still supporting me, sir. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm in a very lucky position to have, you know, a husband that does quite well. So we don't live high on the hog. We, we, we scrape by. Don't get me wrong. But um, he's been able to 
help support me in this. So after that, uh, yeah, so I graduated uh, the nail school in 21. April of 2022, Polish and Dreams came to Vegas and I went. Mm. And I took the class on polish making and I made a couple polishes and I was like, wow, I, f- I, f- I really suck at this. Like, <laughs> I sucked I so bad. <laughs> like, oh, the first polish I made was like too thick, gloopy. It was too opaque. Like it, it, it like you, when you pulled it from the bottle, it was already stringing like because there's too much <laughs> in it. And then the second one I made was too thin, didn't have enough pigment in it. Like it just. It it was horrible, uh. but damn, did I love it! Like I loved it. I was like, I can, uh, I, you know, I can do this. Like anything, anything I put my mind to, surely. So mm-hmm. I came home and started. I hit the ground running. I started doing the research, started looking everything up. Just you know, it was like four or five months of extreme research and you know, purchasing pigments and samples, supplies. I had to start designing a logo. I had to start creating all of my graphics. Like in, I think, four months, I had all that stuff done and had a set that I wanted to make. And of course, let's sit around to make sure it wasn't going to be icky because you're supposed to, you know, when you make polish, you're supposed to let it sit around and make sure that glitters don't dissolve. If it's a pigment you've never worked with, you don't want it. Like I bought some really cheap pigments off of AliExpress and within four months of those sitting there, the pigment was silver. I had multi-chrome pigment and it was silver afterwards. So uh, I, I thank God that I let these sit around for a while as well as the, you know, the Pokemon set. The Pokemon set made it because I bought reliably sourced stuff but the AliExpress ones did not. So within the four months, I had all that stuff going. I had to let the polishes sit. That's when I slowly started hinting on my Instagram that I was working on a project, that I was, you know, doing this, doing that. And then last year in September, I announced that I was dropping my own brand. That's so awesome. So History. congratulations. Thank you. For one year yes. as a plus life lacquer. <laughs> Something that you said just really hit me because... um so often people will say, I can't do that. I'm not good at it. <laughs> you know, um, they, they try something, they're not good at it. And they go, well, that's not for me. And how incredibly empowering and refreshing to hear somebody say, I did this and I sucked. So bad. But <laughs> I wanted to learn more. <laughs> if I like something enough, I will... I will push. I will push and push. Mm. Stamping was the same way for me, believe it or not. Um, I discovered Christine. Then shortly after discovering Christine, I discovered nail stamping through indie polish groups that I started joining in mass, basically. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so I I saw the stamping and I like, I I can tell you right now, I can't, I can't draw. I can't draw for (laughs) Like I'm horrible (laughs) at drawing. So when I saw stamping, I'm like, this is, this is amazing. I can color. I can, I can do that. <laughs> so I started ordering a bunch of crap off of eBay. And that was mm. like the biggest mistake because when I started stamping, this was before the jelly stampers were like yeah. super big. So I got all the ones that you had to prime. Mm. They didn't work. Uh, yeah. So I gave up on stamping. I actually did. I tried it for a couple of months. I couldn't get a clean pickup. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to paint my nails and that's it. And then I started seeing, you know, 
I, I kept seeing reverse stamping and people stamping, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is just so cool. Like, I really wanted to learn. So I finally took the plunge and bought from a company that I don't support, so I'm just not even going to say the name. Um, I bought from a company <laughs> that I supported, and their plates and stampers allowed me to have my first successful pickup, um, and it was actually over Christine's Party Punch. And I used a white stamping polish and the design was like some roses. I didn't reverse stamp it because I was still trying to get the initial. But I finally got (laughs) one. And I was so stoked. I was really, really stoked. And (laughs) that was like, that was it. That was the end. That first stamp, man. It it hits you and you're like, this is it. This is my whole world now. (laughs) It was. It truly, oh my God. It truly does. Like, that's, that's all I can think about. I, all I can think about (laughs) is nails and nail polish and nail stamping. What? I don't what is what is anything else what is life it's the fumes it's It's gotta be (laughs) I'm addicted it's like yes (laughs) semi-tangent time it's like y'all have heard the theory slash I think it's actually proven the 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 like microbiome that makes you uh in love with your cat when you clean their litter box microbiome (laughs) micro Have you not heard about that? I haven't, but but it makes sense. There's some sort of, like, bacteria, supposedly, and it's actually (laughs) something that, like, pregnant women shouldn't come in contact with. So, like, if you become pregnant, they're like, don't clean your cat box because it's a separate thing. But uh, it is theorized, and I'm just going to say it's theorized because I'm not going to go look up a bunch of scientific papers right now, (laughs) but allegedly uh, cats in, like, (laughs) their fecal matter. Uh, they have this sort of bacteria that if you come in contact with it, if you're a mouse or if you're a human, um, you, you, you either become very comfortable around the cat or you, like humans do, uh, love the cat. Um, and yeah, I feel like, you know, I don't want to pretend that I know exactly how you felt about your cat mm. because every cat is extremely special. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I have also... I've also loved so many cats, and uh, when I first got our our cats as kittens, I used to look at them and I used to say, "You're never gonna be like Ramesses." <laughs> I, yeah, I, I when we got Pumpkin, I told her, "I'm like, you got some mighty large shoes to fill, mighty large. Yeah. You better get to work." <laughs> yeah, and she, being a cat, went meh. Yeah, she was like, she's like, she's amazing. But no. <laughs> Yeah, Shepard, Neko's a little a little poop head, although he is very snuggly and I love him, but Shepard, my cat Shepard's an amazing, amazing creature. <laughs> Y'all have seen my post. That's that little one right there. That's my baby. That's your that's son. That's my son, Raver. And then I, he has a dog named Cappuccino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His favorites aren't okay with children, but I'll accept them with pets. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I definitely have a favorite cat, so, you know. Yeah. Is what it is. <laughs> All right, uh, Danny, you had a, a next one you were going into before I. Oh yeah, so I mean that. Thank you for sharing your story, Summer, because that mm. was an awesome story. I love how how recent it all is for you. You know, like yeah. it's really exciting that 2020 is also when Steph and I kind of like started streaming and getting into nail polish. I love that Hollow Taco brings us all together, <laughs> whether you buy from the brand or not. Like it's just exciting that a social media star is what brought us together. And now we're here on social media together. Yes. Um, it's so cool. But what, what, I mean, it's pretty obvious that you love video games, but what made you decide to make that your brand's uh, theming? Uh, well, 
frankly, I just haven't seen too many video game themed brands. And fair enough. <laughs> I kind of wanted to cater to people like myself and and others that enjoy video games. I mean, I'm not it's no secret I'm not the biggest gamer on the planet anymore. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to sit down and dedicate you know, there's so many video games to play and only so little time. But yeah, that was part of the reason that I went with the 8-bit pixel, you know, 16-bit type feel is to mm -hmm. keep it on brand with video games that I played growing up and mm -hmm. I remember because I started, I started when I was three years old, my grandma sat me down with Super Mario and, you know, and she, she used to help me get through the hard parts and that was, <laughs> my grandma was the one that kind of really introduced me and pushed me into video games but my mom and dad are both gamers too my mom not as much but my dad extremely so mm, that is so sweet you don't often hear so of gaming grandmas that's exciting yes. <laughs> my grandma loved my grandma loved her nintendo she had it in her room not not on the living room tv it was in her bedroom <laughs> mm-hmm so, so this is mine. Wait, <laughs> yep. Is this your uh is this is this your paternal or maternal grandma? Maternal. Okay, mm. so dad was the bigger gamer, yeah. but mom's mom was <laughs> was your and gateway I mean, drug. <laughs> so my dad and my mom used to bond over playing Nintendo games like Zelda and stuff. They'd take turns. Aww. So that's how they spent a lot of their time i'm from washington it's always rainy and cold so the best thing to do is to sit inside and play video games why not <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet and i i love i love the pixelated vibes of your brand yes. and i love like if, if you've ordered from plus life lacquer you've probably you've probably seen um some of these little keychains that she sends out with the orders <laughs> Um, that are made out of those little melty beads right now. I have I have two of them right here and then another one on my polished pickup backpack. They're called perler which... beads, right? Yes. yes. Is that yeah perler yeah. beads. I was <laughs> I was so excited to show off my my swag when I went to polish and beauty. That Expo. Game Boy glows in the dark. The orange screen. What? Glows in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Hold hold on. Glow in the Hang dark on. break. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sorry, very excited about this. Hold the fuck on, I have to that test cool. this. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stop everything. Stop everything. We're testing this right now. We're testing this. Oh my god, I can see it through the back. That is cool. <laughs> I'm screaming. Um, yeah, I put it on my my polished pickup backpack because I bought one of those polished pickup backpacks. And uh oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that's the show. Oh, that's the uh, shit. Oh, give me that glow in the dark. <clears throat> give me that glow. That glow. But, but awesome. yeah, I was so excited to show off my swag, and then and then COVID was like, how about you stay in your hotel room? How about no? How about, <laughs> how about not? How about not? How about you don't share anything <laughs> and literally don't breathe? Um. I also wanted to create a logo that caught people's attention because when yeah. you see that pixelated heart, you know who it is. There's you know no question. There's no question who, what polish that is. You don't even have to see. You just need that heart. You see the bottom. I love it. You know who it yeah. is. So. <laughs> and I love it when you come into chat and you and like to say hi or you know to like show your appreciation. You'll do a plus and then the heart and it's, mm -hmm. yes. It's, it's so I love branding. I love branding is amazing. <laughs> I love branding. Branding. Yes. Branding has been the whole focus of my brand, okay? <laughs> yes. 
And it's, you know, video games is such a nice, super broad. There are so many video games, so many genres. You could do anything and it's still related to video games. So, I mean, heck, you did Taco Bell. And soda. Yes. And soda. (laughs) And that still still falls under the umbrella of gamer fuel. It really does. There are some plans in in store for other fast food restaurants that we enjoy around this place. We also have plans for possible chip collection. Yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, we also want to do a candy collection. But, you know, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. That's we got awesome. some other things, some other good things in store for everybody coming very soon. <laughs> Obviously, we love branding. We love your branding. Um, but tell me, what has been the best and the worst thing about running your own brand? Uh, the best thing is the fact that uh, it's really pushed me out of my comfort zone, to be mm. honest. Um, I've spent the last three years in almost almost extreme isolation. I mean, I don't really leave the house. I don't have a whole lot of real life friends because unfortunately, when you live in Vegas, everybody comes and goes quicker than you can make friends with them. So having a Polish friend has has really pushed me to talk to people, to talk, to make friends, to just be mm-hmm. sociable and, and get to know people. And I spent a couple of years there where I just, I hated life and people and I just hated everything because my cat died and that just wasn't fair, right? So I spent yeah. a lot of time feeling that way and and just pe- seeing people so happy. It pissed me mm-hmm. off because I'm like, how can you be so happy? And I'm here suffering that my, my cat died. I mean, obviously that's a silly thing, but grief is is vicious. And uh, yeah, and having a Polish brand has really just like been like you got to get out there. You got to talk to people. You got to be friendly. You can't just stay behind the scenes because nobody nobody's gonna want to buy polish from a faceless maker. Yeah. And my husband he keeps telling me he's like you got to get out there and talk to people. People love you. You just need to go talk to people. And I'm like I don't d- people hate me. Are you, what are you talking about? You know. <laughs> but I'm finding <laughs> out wrong. very quickly that people <laughs> don't hate me, and that's pretty that's pretty cool. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially like I definitely the nail polish community um on Facebook specifically has a reputation. However, <laughs> um, there are so many just amazing, sweet, understanding people. It's honestly just really cool to meet people that have the same obsession <laughs> as mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Because it gives us common grounds. Like it doesn't matter if we have anything else in common. Like, I don't really care. As long as you're not hurting anybody, just talk to me about polish. Like, yeah. you know, it's not hard to get along. You just got to find those common grounds and not hurt mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. That's importante. <laughs> don't, uh, don't leave tons of bottles of toluene-based top coats so that mm. people walk in their house and pass out. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just imagining some sort of a weird saw trap. <laughs> Solving nail polish, yes. You will get the bottle. Or what? You'll get the brush if you answer this question. <laughs> By the way, I'm saying this having never fully watched a Saw movie. Okay. I went to I went to a guy's house one time and we put on Saw. We watched we watched it. <laughs> Saw was on the TV. I yes. got you. Yes, yes, yes. It's background you know, noise. But- <laughs> yeah, nothing sexier than listening to Carrie Elwes. Uh, I was, I was thinking that. Off his own foot. I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? Yes, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. So obviously we love our community and there's lots of good things to be found in it, but there's always the bad things. So what has been the worst part about running your own brand? Literally worrying about everything. I probably spend 80% of my time worrying about things from if the labels on the bottom of the bottle are centered and spelled mm. correctly to is there the tiniest of bubbles behind the labels to is the formula correct to was it too hot when I made the polish? Are my customers going to like it? Are they going to buy it? Do they want me to send anything extra? Should I get new packaging? What color should it be? <laughs> <laughs> like literally everything. Is it the right time to release this set coming out? No, maybe not. Mm. Yeah, I worry. I worry so much. And I, I also I struggle a little bit with imposter syndrome. Mm. Okay. You know, I always think, well, like everybody says it's okay, but like I'm looking at it going, is it though? So like I, I, yeah. I always I'm like, no, it can't be that good. Y'all are just being super nice. And that's, I mean, I'll take it. It makes me feel better. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm still in my head thinking, is it, is it though? Is it okay? Is it nice? <laughs> I can't help but wonder how many polish makers do what you were describing earlier, where they let their polish sit for four months to see you know, how, how they age, <laughs> how, yeah. they, how they handle. I never would have thought of that before. So like you have paid attention to all the details and it shows in your formula. It's, it's really fantastic. Steph, you've had people independently tell you how much they like your formula, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have not experienced another brand that uh, people have come and said, this dries so fast, this lasts so long people who are less in the community, people who are more in the community. We have one community member who is a friend of mine from kind of another part of the internet. And we realize they also like nails. They're not like up in the discord, but they had to come to the discord to be like, okay, plus life lacquer. I've been wearing this for 10 days. Um, so what is your, your process? What did I write here? Um, uh, did you, how you do that? How you do that? Um, <laughs> did you set out with these goals in mind? And if you did, what what were, was your testing process? And how did you go about achieving that? So yes and yes. Those were my goals in mind. I wanted things to be quick dry. I wanted things to last forever. Partially because I know that not everybody has the time to paint their nails every other day like like some of us do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know that some people don't have that time. And I really wanted the formula to last, you know, as long as a gel manicure would. That's really like, I really wanted that. I didn't know if it was possible. I really wanted that long lasting. I really wanted the chip free. I really wanted those things. So like I said, I started buying samples of Everything, anything I could find, anything I could get my hands on. I knew it was going to be an investment into like research and development. I did listen to your podcast with Jill and like, holy crap, good on her for like creating her entire formula herself. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. damn, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm not that cool. I'm just here to tell you. Like, it was more so just buying from different companies and and testing their products out and seeing how their formulas worked. And I thought that, you know, at some point I'd probably find one brand and stick to it. But surprise, surprise, I actually mix from a couple of different brands to get the formula that we have. 
yeah, rigorous testing was put in by uh, my other partner in crime, the other half of our business, Mr. Plus Life. He is a window fabricator and works with glass. Not only does he cut it, but he puts windows together. He deals with water jets, so his hands are constantly wet. So we sent him to work. We sent him to work with these polishes on and, um, you know, he would send me pictures with progress every couple of days with whether or not it chipped or not. And usually more often than not, anything that was chipped, he just, oh, well, you know, I caught my nail on a piece of glass or, you know, work accident, whatever that may be. Mm. And so that was, I also tested the product too, but because I changed my nails so often, I couldn't really test the longevity of it. But as far as dry yeah. time goes, I needed it to dry quick because I'm trying to swatch these things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need this to happen a lot quicker. I have to do seven polishes at once, which is nothing compared to swatchers. Let's, you know, we're not downplaying that. But having to do seven of your own when you've never swatched before, I needed quick dry times. So, you know, the dry times were tested on me and the longevity was tested on on the Mr. Plus Life. So, 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 so. Uh, my absolute favorite thing to ask, like really anybody, but mostly people who own their own polish brands, mm-hmm. is what is your favorite polish you have ever made? And what is your favorite polish you haven't made that you did not make that somebody else made? Okay, so to be fair, I don't like, I don't, I can't pick just one out of my whole collection because I love, I love all the polishes I make. I wouldn't make them if I didn't like them. But mm-hmm. if, if. If I can pick a favorite child out of my different sets, um, definitely with the Resident Evil set, it's Raccoon City Rookie. I absolutely, mm-hmm. I am such a sucker mm-hmm. for blue, and it's got navy blue hollow in it, and it's just, it's so, so blue. Um, <laughs> if we go back to the Taco Bell set, uh, 2 a.m. or later, we know that. That's definitely still a favorite child from that. And then I think if we go one more back to the Soda Collection... Well, I can't pick them because they're all the same formula and finish. So all of them, <laughs> they're all pretty. I like them together. <laughs> all right. Um, but but yeah. So uh, so yeah. Your your favorite polish from another brand. Favorite polish from another brand. Miscellany by Alchemy Lacquer. Hand down. Hand down. <laughs> like. Hang on. I Keep absolutely love it. Um, I can give you a description. Uh, it is described as a purple and green holographic micro glitter in a gold, green, blue, turquoise shifting shimmer base. I don't know. Like, it's so hard to tell what color it is. Yeah. That it's amazing. It looks like TV static, but like in a really <sighs> good way. Yeah. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm going to stand for a second. Alchemy Lacquers was actually the very first indie brand that I bought. After Hollow Taco and after Live Love. Mm-hmm. Alchemy Lacquers was the first one. I bought uh, Gilded Poinsettia, and I also bought Arc. I think it's pronounced Arcturus or Arcturus. Um, and then there was a couple others that I purchased with, but those two in particular stick out in my mind because I absolutely loved Gilded Poinsettia. That was like one of the most beautiful Christmas polishes I'd ever seen in my life. But then again, mm-hmm. most of the indie polishes were at that point because I was just coming into indie polish and. It's yes. so much prettier than the store stuff. Everything's special when you're new to indie polish. Right, yes. right. <laughs> and now Danny and I go through polish pickups, see some of the most beautiful images on earth and go, oh, again? <laughs> right. No, I get it. It's I've true. honestly kind of stopped buying polishes for that reason. Because like when you're in it long enough and you shop from those boxes often enough, 
Like, yeah. unfortunately, polish makers, there it, it might seem like we dupe each other, we copy each other, we steal each other's ideas. But really what it is, is we have such a fine night, like very small amount of pigments and glitters to pick from, that it, yeah. we are inevitably going to be making the same stuff mm-hmm. s- s- at some point eventually. Mm-hmm. It is about trying to make it as different as you can. So we're 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 wrapping up here. We're at the rapid and fire questions, aren't we? <laughs> Danny and I have a thing we like to do, which is uh, super <laughs> cringe. If you're a theater kid like me, but I am cringe <laughs> and I am free. Um, let me pull it up really quick. Um, inside the actor studio. Did you ever watch Inside the Actor Studio? Nope, I have not. All right. Well. <laughs> so, um for those of you who don't know and have not listened to our other interview uh, episodes of our podcast, uh we like to ask questions that James Lipton asked on Inside the Actor Studio, which is a show that was on TV when I was younger. It took place at a theater school and they would interview different actors and sometimes directors and things like that. And uh, at the very end, they would ask them a series of 10 questions. And I thought it'd be funny to start doing that on our podcast. So <laughs> let's get into it. Number one, what is your favorite word? Hmm. I'm going to pretend like I put a lot of thought into this, but you know. <laughs> no. So my favorite word is uh, forest, actually, hmm. because it hmm. evokes really, really good feelings and, and memories of being in in a place that I love being the most, which is in the middle of the woods, surrounded by nature. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? I'm going to join the haters and say moist. I knew I it. that word. I knew it. Hate it. <laughs> it's disgusting. Popular least favorite word, yes. <laughs> what turns you on? I mean, is it sexual or what? Like, <laughs> It can be, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> um, time entirely to myself. Mm. with nobody around other than me and my cats i can focus on me and and nothing else and that's really nice yeah Mm -hmm. what turns you off well there's a lot of things (laughs) (laughs) um i'll just touch on one that just comes to mind immediately when people insist that you try something that you already know you're not interested in Mm. like (laughs) here Try this tomato. It's an heirloom tomato that's been grown ripe on the vine. It tastes totally different. Not like any tomato you've ever... T- it's a tomato. It's still a tomato. It still tastes like a tomato. It's still disgusting. Same thing with like shows, movies, music, anything of that sort. Please, if 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 you offer somebody and they go, you know, no thank you, leave it at that. Don't, don't try to persuade them. They've already made up their mind if they've said no. Come on. Don't you guys know marketing? They say no, they've already made up their mind. What sound or noise do you love? Um, there's a couple. Can I have can I have a couple? Yeah. So the sound of seal balls rattling around in a nail polish bottle. <laughs> yes. Also the sand uh, the sound of balls in paint cans. <laughs> that rattling sound? Oh, it's such a Oh, when I worked at the auto parts store, I would st- I would stand in the aisle with the spray paint and I'd just I'd shake the can and listen to that ball and it just it was so calming. <laughs> but mostly cats purring. I love oh. the sound of a purring cat. It puts me to sleep instantaneously. If I'm having a hard time sleeping, I go grab one of the aminals, bring him to the bed, and it's all over for me. Perfection. Mm. Perfection. <laughs> Balls and cats. Balls and cats. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what 
sound or noise do you hate? Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you've ever played the first Sonic the hedgehog yeah when he's drowning mm. that frantic sound song sound that they play my husband had that set as his alarm clock in the morning and oh. like i don't like i let him be his own personality you know you do you you have whatever sounds you want on your phone but when he had the sonic i couldn't i could not <laughs> it used to literally wake me up in a panic and a fear Mm-mm. so i can't stand that particular set of sounds together <laughs> what a weird thing to have <laughs> your alarm. what is your favorite curse word fuck perfect it's so versatile <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt voice acting I really mm-hmm. wanted to get into voice acting when I was a kid. I can voice act uh, like the Rugrats. Um, I can do some pretty good accents. Um, I, <laughs> if you guys have ever seen Disenchantment, I can mimic the grandpa elf. Elfo's <laughs> grandpa or dad, I believe. Um, oh, yeah, I know I was, which one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a voice actor, but unfortunately, my mom was very stuck in the real world and anything that was artistic was not a real job. So mm. I kind of just put that one on the back burner and got a real job, quote unquote. <laughs> Never too late. <laughs> yes, I know. I really setup. should. I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think it would be. What profession would you not like to do? <laughs> I would not want to be a veterinarian. Helping oh, God, animals yes. is amazing. But those bad days? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome home. Oh. Aww. <laughs> yeah. That's very sweet. Also, also, I hope it's welcome home. Mumu's waiting right past that gate for you. Aww. Yep. I really hope that for you as well. I too. hope so. I really hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting emotional. Same, like, same. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. What an incredible, what an incredible interview. Thank you so much, Summer, for being here with <laughs> thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is so incredible. We have such a good time talking with you <laughs> and just getting to know you even more and more. And I can't wait for, for all of us to just become better and better friends mm-hmm. and really, uh, you know, have you on again sometime. Do this again. And, Absolutely. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for even inviting me. Like when you, inv- when you even invited me to come to your stream, cause you were going to use my polishes. I was like, I'm not, I'm just, I am just a polish collector like the rest of you. It just so happens that y'all like buying the shit I make. That's cool. But like, you know, I'm just a normal human and being invited on podcasts and being invited to streaming and it's a new experience, but it's been so much fun. Like I never, never would have done anything, any of this, not but a couple years ago. There's no way I would have told you, you'll never see me on, on camera. You'll never hear my voice on the internet. There's no way. There's no way. I'm just too mm-hmm. private of a person, but now, now, you guys know everything about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get the oversharing itch. You and gotta reel it in. Invite me back anytime. I would absolutely love to come back. I will run my mouth for as long as y'all want me to. I'm hoping by the next time, hopefully, we can get Plus Mr. Plus Life on here too, so he can yes. also be a part of the interview. Uh, yeah. Technical difficulties kept us from dealing with that, but. 
Hopefully, maybe next time. But there's always next time. Absolutely. Yes. Always next time. And also, before we we head out, uh, Summer, is there anything that you would like to plug? Any, you know, social medias, any new releases, anything you'd like to tell our audience to go check out from you? Uh, I mean, so we have our reset collection and our one year brand anniversary and my birthday polishes. Um, We have them all in stock still. Come on over, grab them. We're on Etsy only right now. We hope to get a website eventually. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Plus Life Lacquer. Uh, If you want to follow along with my own nail art journey, that's at Sweet Summer Nails. And uh, I mean, yeah, since I'm here, I don't, when when is this going to be released? On the 3rd? Yes, on October 3rd. October 3rd. 3rd. Oh my God, it's October 3rd. Perfect. Um, And yeah, (laughs) just in about a week, actually on the 7th, we have our Game Fungi Collection Volume 1 coming out. Um, we've taken samples from many a different video game, and they're all based on fun mushrooms. We've got some new glow-in-the-dark formulas coming out. All of those pictures should be coming onto our Instagram already right now, if not hopefully leaking very, very soon. They should be there by now. <laughs> Okay, uh, this first time I'm hearing about this, I know. and I'm if like, you can what? see my face, it is, it, 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 I'm screaming, crying, throwing up. Are we going gonna- um, <laughs> to... Anyway, uh, again, thank you so much, Summer. Yes. I think this was enough for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Please check out our YouTube channel and leave a comment with your favorite moment, a story to share, and of course, any questions you'd like us to answer in future episodes. Be sure to check out Danny and I on Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. I am Fanatic here. She is Danny Shout. Our guest was Summer from Plus Life Lacquer. Please check out her links in our description. We'll include everything we possibly can for you. Join us next time when we put our podcast through rigorous testing to ensure fast drying, wear time, and the ability to stand up to brake cleaner. Stay lacquered.